All right. So, who said that 2021 was going to be better? I'm uh, curious. Let's fix this. All right. Hello. Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been... I think I did my last upload on the first. So, with holiday season, my schedule and life and everything and everything in, in between... I've been sketchy, so I had a few 10-day breaks in between, so I'm going to get back to Sunday or Monday every week, probably Sunday. With my rotation, I can either upload Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening and go from there. So I've had my little break. I've made it through Christmas, New Year, Ukrainian Christmas, people storming the White House or Washington Congress. I honestly don't even know what building they stormed i know there was people taking selfies on nancy pelosi's desk people stealing podiums uh yeah i I don't even know what to say craziness just pure craziness i never thought at any time would the president of the united states or any leader of the free world of any of the major what would you call them first world countries I didn't expect a leader of a country that isn't supposed to be sketchy as fuck get banned from Twitter. Actually, let's look this up because it's actually, uh, what am I going to look up? What is Donald Trump banned from? I'm pretty sure it's, here we go. Every social media platform Donald Trump is banned from. This is ridiculous. I get it. He's a fuckwad. But. So, Amazon removed Parler. Parler is what they call the right-wing Twitter or whatever. It's a Twitter alternative or a social media alternative. That's fine. Um, Apple. So, Amazon has pulled Parler. Apple has pulled Parler. Discord has punted his channel. I believe Facebook has punted his channel on January 7th. Um, Google has made that app unavailable. Instagram has punted him, I believe. Pinterest, oh no. <laughs> I don't I don't see Trump pinning a lot of shit. Um, Reddit, yeah, r slash Donald is gone. Shopify, he's gone from Snapchat, TikTok. Didn't know he was a TikTok guy either, but you learn, you figure it out. So, yeah, shit, he's gone. Uh, Twitch, didn't know he streamed. Twitter, that was the obvious one, January 8th. YouTube, didn't know he had a YouTube channel. The only funny thing about Twitter was he was supposed to use the POTUS Twitter handle when he became president and he just kept using I think it's the real Donald Trump and now I wonder if this podcast is even get yoinked (laughs) we live in strange times and then so he tried using the POTUS account after to rant some more after the real Donald Trump got yoinked yeah real Donald Trump and that got yoinked so yeah fuck all out YouTube January 7th yoinked him And that's it. So yeah, but that's it. That's all of social media, the big ones, YouTube, Twitter, 
Twitch, TikTok, Snapchat, oh Snapchat, Spotify, Reddit, Pinterest, Instagram, Google, Facebook, Discord, and then Apple and Amazon pulled that app down, Parlor, which is, here we go. I don't think it's good if we split everyone off to the point where no one's talking. So if you have the left on Twitter and everything I named, because tech Silicon Valley, I'm going to assume, are mostly left-leaning people, hence California. And if all the right-wing hardcores, or anyone that's even been punted for having moderately to, like, anywhere right on the spectrum, a lot of these people are just getting banned for liking or retweeting or anything right-winged. So you have this complete divide and so it was looking like the left was going to go twitter and google and amazon and whatever their platforms are and then the right would have their own alternatives which fine i guess everyone deserves a voice as long as they're not inciting violence or threatening life breaking the law or doing horrible things and ruining people's lives which may spiral into suicide bullying the whole nine yards but there, in my opinion, there should be one platform. And as long as you abide by the rules, you stay. You break the rules, sure, you get punted. But then how do you ban people? By IP address? Because how many people already are just made up names? Facebook, generally, Uncle Greg, he's going to post his racist shit as Uncle Greg, and then whoever in the family doesn't want to listen to him anymore, silences him, blocks him, or just calls it a day with him at family reunions. (laughs) And so, I think it's the anonymity, wow, I pulled that word off, of Twitter that makes it the cesspool that it is, and you can just sign up for a new account. So, above and beyond all that, and how everyone has become so ravenous about their leaning and what ideology they belong to and what team in air quotes they are part of they're insane and get so riled up about stuff and it's moderately depressing that rash and i guess i'm asking for rational people which is dumb maybe on my behalf but You should be able to sit down and have a conversation with rational people who are, A, willing to have their opinions swayed based on facts and evidence, or, and vice versa, have your mind open to have it change. And it's just, no one's willing to listen. No one's willing to review evidence. No one's willing to sway. They're... Beliefs have become a core centerpiece of what they are, and they're unwavering. And I'm assuming this has escalated horribly since the advent of the internet, but it's so mesmerizing to me. The only Facebook I have now, and generally Twitter, I probably spend the most time on there, and then I'll look at Instagram occasionally to post I think I said this last time. I'm that asshole that posts when I run and when I eat healthy food. And that's all that's for. Um, It's just, I don't mind stepping away. I have the Facebook account for this page. 
if people want to find me, they can find me that way. I post memes and I post when I upload these podcasts. That's it. I'm trying to spend more time doing more meaningful things or working on projects. This week, the kid had the computer or the good computer. So I have this old laptop I used to use when I launched this podcast. I started working on my first video. I've always been wanting to work on a few different videos. I want to do a cooking show that involves my mother, just to kind of capture time with her. Um, what is what's on that list? There's Cooking with Mom. I want to do um, a movie review thing of some kind. The newest idea in my head has me wanting to do it with a guest and maybe either I pick the movie or we pick a movie together and then we go back and review it and see how it stands the test of time now in 2021. Um, what else did I want to do? Uh, I Oh, so the one I worked on this week and it's turned out nicer than I thought is I want to do a retro NBA channel. And so I'm working on writing and building the kind of the screens and the look for this retro NBA channel and kind of what I loved about it. And I'm going to be looking at old drafts, how the league looked, how the league played, the rule changes. And then one idea is I want to look at teams through time, like what franchises year after year after year either learned how to build up and become something or perpetually shit the bed for 25 years and never learned how to draft properly or players would get drafted and run out of town. What was the guy's name? Steve Francis. He cried when the Vancouver Grizzlies drafted him and pretty much didn't. He was terrified of living in Canada. Yeah, that's why that team's still in Vancouver. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's the basketball project, the cooking project, and the movie project. And maybe I was thinking of maybe doing a video once a week live podcast. It would, I would need enough people who listen to this to I don't want to say guarantee but have the interest in tuning in maybe for a live chat where you could type to me on Twitch or YouTube live or something like that and have and maybe go over what's more newsy and relevant and just have a chance to shoot the shit instead of just me babbling into this microphone waiting for comments on one of my pages or one of the platforms and the back and forth there so if I can keep my numbers up, there might be more of a live medium for that. And uh, just I want to tinker with YouTube more. I think there's room there to create something that ha- isn't in there, or maybe is, but isn't as big as it could be. Or if it's all about the effort. And once again, I need to buckle down, put in the effort. So a few evenings this week will be me finalizing and writing what I want to do for my NBA video put that up, record it. I've got some, I love myself, some freeware. I'm using freeware for my mixing board, for my recording of this, and I found it's called Shotcut, and it's a video editor. So hopefully I can pull off what I want, but it's going to be pretty basic, almost slideshow-ish format with me talking along and giving my thoughts and statistics and just my reflection on something that I used to be super passionate about and I find that I am, but strangely my passion only lasts for the old school stuff. So I've tried watching some new basketball again and it's just it's just not me. So yeah, what else was going on? Oh, 
what I wanted to touch on. So you have a major leader of a country has been completely, he, I guess he can do the old, if his podium's still around. I still, I can't, I didn't look far enough to see whose podium was stolen. I think it was all Nancy Pelosi and Congress stuff, senators. Um, I guess he can still have state of the address stuff on TV, but what young person watches TV anymore? So he could do that, but he has lost, you have a leader of a country has completely lost their voice. For him, it's a lot of incoherent business guy bullshit, which is fine, but I don't, and that's kind of one of the things I want to talk about now is I don't think people realize what it means when a corporation has the ability to silence the voice of the President of the United States. It's kind of dumbfounding. I know people quote the book 1984 a lot. I've never read it. Um, I know the premise of it generally. Um, A novel... So it's a dystopian science fiction novel by the novelist George Orwell. And so everyone always says that we're working our way towards this dystopian future. And it's kind of scary. When, like, I get it. There are always going to be generally corrupt politicians that will take bribes to flex the laws to help corporations or Wall Street or businessmen in that area. Like, greasing the palm is not a new (laughs) concept by any means. But now we're at a point where it doesn't look like corporations even have to grease your palm. They have enough power just to shut you off if they don't like you. And that's the case in some of these platforms now, is you have... If they don't like your message, they just turn the switch off and you're not allowed to talk anymore. There's a lot of blue check marks that have been punted from Twitter. Some I agree with, some I don't. Like Alex Jones, eh, some of the crap he said is a little out there. I think he ended up getting sued for Sandy Hook because he said it was a conspiracy or people lied or they were actors. Something outlandish. But then when you notice now that Rogan has his Spotify deal. He sits there and fact checks every single thing out of Alex Jones' mouth. It's less entertaining because you don't have the madman going off, but it's the world we live in because probably Spotify is like, this guy cannot get us sued because I know he got sued for when he went off on a few things. He's also right. I don't know if it's 50% of the time. Anytime he went on his tangents, Rogan made him stop and they fact checked. And when I was paying attention to his last appearance, he was hitting stuff. But I don't know how, how squarely he's hitting this nail on the head with these weird uh, accusations that he has. But so I get it. Corporations, they're the ones hosting people saying these things. And that's why you need to find this fine line of you need people to come on, still have a discourse maybe learn or have their opinion swayed or have the ability to point out if someone is incorrect and then people not having their feelings get hurt when they are incorrect and just discourse needs to reopen in some way and I think things are getting squeezed tighter and tighter where no one's going to be able to communicate 
in a healthy way at all. So, yeah, it's crazy. So, for anyone who wished for better things in 2021, we've already started going down that again. Uh. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, hopefully, and now it's insane. Like, there's concern about him having nuke codes, and let's just impeach him or throw him in jail is he gonna run away to another country what are his plans and then you hear 10 minutes later oh he's just gonna run again in four more years and you have to think he barely lost this election and i don't understand how the electoral colleges work because some states do it that whoever wins the most colleges then they give the guy the whole state i believe and there's other places where each college is its own little area that you win And so they don't even have the rules the same across the entire country. And it's so confusing to watch on an American election night. Up here, we have members of parliament. They win their seats. There's so many seats. It's a little better. I remember he, even up here though, Trudeau promised to fix how elections work and then that was gone. So he hasn't kept some of his stuff and he's supposed to be a centrist, almost left-leaning guy. And it's, he's pretty that party is pretty corporatist in some of the things they do, but then they also jump on board some of these radical left-leaning things too. And it seems like they're driving on an icy road and they're back and forth and all over the place and don't really have a home. I think their saving grace is people have had their fair share. Like it was eight years of conservatives and now back over to another party. I think, Stephen Harper was villainized enough to get him out of there. And now they have a new leader. Sure, just wasn't a good person. But he almost did it. Like We have what's called a minority government here. So of all the people that win their seats up here, when something goes to get passed, everyone there votes for it. So if the governing party has the most seats, but they... like. They have more seats than other parties, but they don't have the overwhelming, like, over half. Then they need other parties to agree with what they're doing to pass it, or you just have deadlock for all the years until the next election. That's where we are now. Before that, liberals had a majority. Before that, the conservatives had a majority. So when a party has that, they're just pushing shit through whatever they want, and then it goes to the Senate. So it's a little different. I am not as familiar with how American politics work and but even it sounds like it's insane where bills are this last one was like 5,000 pages and you get how many days to air once again air quotes read it before you vote on this thing and there it could be what they call the package to get two thousand dollars to every person in need but then they slide in Another page, that says, oh, and we're going to give another billion to the military. And now we're going to bail out this guy and his friend. And now we're going to add in this add-on here. And it end up, ends up being 4,500 pages of nothing remotely close to what the bill's called. And they're voting on it. And they're either A, uninformed, or B, they're told by their party, like, nope, this is the stuff we're throwing in there. Just let's get it through. And it sucks more for that country because at least up here we have the Serb and all the other EI 
programs like employment insurance programs that hopefully everyone has been able to at least have a roof over their heads, stay warm, eat, and take care of themselves and their family. To see that not going on down there is kind of a crime, considering they call themselves the greatest country on the planet. Maybe they're the greatest military on the planet. I can't see any redeeming qualities above and beyond that. But they're our big brother next door, so you can't exact... Our economy is tied to them. Everything. They're, if someone pisses on us, who's going to bail us out? The world's largest military. And so it's such a weird conundrum, the Canada-US relationship especially when it's something like Trudeau, the young pretty boy, and then Trump, the crusty old right-wing businessman, right? Like It's just oil and water. Like Harper and Trump probably would have gotten along way more famously. So definitely strange. So yeah, this last week, fuck it. Tomorrow morning, let's hit the re- refresh, reset, control, delete, whatever we need to do on this world. And let's hopefully smoothly transition to a new leader, see what he does. I get the strange feeling that it'll be President Harris before the term's up. And yeah, I hate talking politics. I can talk it all day and I'm open to being informed. I love watching for American stuff. I love watching Jimmy Dore. But he's so fired up right now about the Democrats not being Democrats anymore. But at least he's an honest, unpaid view of it that I can listen to him and I know he doesn't have a vested interest or it's it's not like a Fox News or a CNBC or a CNN where it feels like a paid infomercial for one wing or the other so I like Jimmy for Canadian I like the Rational National he's a good one so there used to be a here's a great example there used to be a a lady that I would follow for everything for this area of my country like all the Saskatchewan news. I She had a non-leaning or non-bias opinion. And she would, it sounded like she would get up, do her research federally, provincially, city-wise, and go onto Twitter and lay out, here's what's going on, here's who's doing what, here's who's voting for what, here's who's fucking up, here's who's speaking against it, here's who I feel are good leaders, bad leaders. I loved it. She's gone. Because the people who didn't like her honesty when it pointed at people they... And this is the problem, is your political party isn't your fucking sports team. Stop it. If they're doing bad things, it's okay to not vote for them anymore. I don't care if Pappy fucking voted for the conservatives. Stop. But this lady, I hadn't seen her name for a while on Twitter. And then I went and looked. She's gone. So I'm, And I know she had mentioned that people would take personal attacks on her. So I'm not shocked if somebody went out of their way and showed up at her house or did something vile or horrible, like above and beyond sending her poop in a box. Or like, it's just, there's some funny, like, I don't, that's not even funny. Like, stop being personal about, especially someone that's giving unbiased um, news. And the word news is dead it's opinion pieces i remember hearing somewhere on one video i was watching today they changed it somewhere in the 80s that news didn't have to be news anymore because fox news isn't news it's op-eds it's all 
opinion pieces. And at least in Canada, I think they have to put opinion if they're going to give their personal rub to the story or at least tell stuff with their rose-colored goggles on for how they view the world. And it's not that way in so many places. And so you're filtering through so much crap. It's it's not fun. Politics should not be this hard to have to swim through to find the best, A, the person who's going to do the best job for their voters, not for their pocket, and who wants to see things move forward, grow without taking bribes, um, donors who get a say in what laws they're passing. It's, I feel like politicians are all, it's like NASCAR. (laughs) Hello, cat. Um, It feels like politicians are NASCAR drivers and they almost should have their sponsors written all over them in those jumpsuits. And it shouldn't be. We need honesty, but it's also really easy for these dishonest people with all the money to smear the good, to smear instead of being genuine. And it sucks. Like, honest, genuine people will not make it anywhere. Or the parties, like, whether they're independent or a party that's not that great. Like, in America, it's going to be those two parties. And they're growing closer and closer to each other in ideology. It sucks. But then up here, we have... 55 versions of every place on the spectrum and if everyone it's like alberta if everyone gets concerted efforts and votes conservative they're going to win every time but there might be three left-leaning parties green ndp and something else everyone splits everyone on the left splits their votes to them and then the right wins they learn hello they learn their lesson in alberta because all the right-wing people, all the conservatives, everyone thought wanted to be in power. And so all of a sudden it fractured and there was two conservative parties, I think conservative and Wild Rose or something. And then all of a sudden each of them got 30% of the vote and then you have the NDP. Um, Whoa, cat's going nuts. (laughs) And then you have the NDP all of a sudden slipped in there. They only got... 30-40% of the vote, but all the right-wing parties split up what they were doing. So, um, yeah. Crazy times. So weird. Politics need to be cleaned up in a major way. But there's my rant. Not the happiest of things. We're going to keep working. Working on a channel for YouTube. Doing some writing. And hoping that the world slowly opens up. Otherwise, I will see you on next Sunday.